Okay, I'm ready now. All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to the second episode of Girl on the Glow. Um, I this is take number eleven, and I've been recording since nine ish in the morning, like nine ten, and it just hasn't come out right. It hasn't been articulated the way that I want it to be articulated. Um, but uh, before I get into the topic of the day or the glowism, the glowetry, the whatever of the day, um, I really want to thank everybody who tuned in to the first episode. I'm so glad that you guys liked it. Um, keep sharing it with your friends. Uh, subscribe to it on iTunes. Uh, it's also on SoundCloud if you don't have iTunes, anything like that. Uh, I'm just really, really happy that it got people talking um, and creating dialogue. And uh, that's really, really what I want. I also want uh, to be like more engaging. Like I thank you for all the comments and questions that have come in and everything. And just like so much encouragement that um, has come in uh, since uh, the first episode. And um, this this week is it I'm gonna release two because this episode isn't gonna be like happy-go-lucky even though I do feel like um better it just took me so long to even try to kind of uh comprehend what it is I wanted to say I just know that I need to speak out about everything that's going on like in terms of police uh brutality and violence and everything like that because um basically like uh I kind of put it in the back of my mind. I put it on the back burner of my mind since, like, the Tamir Rice uh, uh, grand jury verdict came down. And I was just like, you know, I'm fucking over it. Like, I'm not dealing with this shit no more. I'm, like, over it. Like, y'all can kiss my ass. Like, I'm not finna sit here and, like, basically cry. Keep crying and y'all just ain't gonna do shit. But then I realized that's not the answer because they were never gonna do anything in the first place. Um, So it's like, I really just had to... um, I put it in the back of my mind and then like uh Tuesday happened and uh this week I've been really reflective because it's the uh week before my birthday and my birthday is next Tuesday and like I always like to reflect and I always like to think like what is it uh that I want to do what is it that I want to grow what is it that I want to um like see happen in the next year of my life uh that I'm like that I'm gonna be blessed to live and um it's uh tuesday happened and alton sterling was killed in uh baton rouge louisiana and um it was a police officer two white police officers uh basically held him down and then like shot him in the chest uh and he was selling cds outside a convenience store at the time and there are like multiple video uh perspectives that have been released so we can see everything that happened besides what was on the cell phone and um i didn't watch both i just watched the first one and then i told myself i was never going to watch another video and then i watched um the one that happened yesterday in minnesota i believe it was falcon heights and the guy's name is uh philando um I don't remember his last name. I'm looking it up right now because it's it's really important. His name is uh, Philando Castillo, and um, him, his girlfriend, and his uh, four-year-old daughter were in the in a car driving, and they got pulled over. And like, I don't even 
feel like I need to tell you all the details, but he was he has a, a concealed uh, license or he has a license to carry. And um, he told the officer, like, I have a license to carry. I'm going to reach for my wallet, which is behind um, like basically his gun. And then the police officer, before he could even uh, reach for it, shot him like four times in the arm or something like that. And it was just like so disgusting. It was just like. I don't understand how y'all can do this like if y'all can't be good at your job like y'all need to go somewhere else how are you just like continuously scared of black people which you decided to be a police officer in america like there are literally black people every single place that you go in this country and you still are scared of us so if you're that scared go work at fucking walmart go pass out free samples and spit in them when you get one of black people at costco like you can make a good living and get free food and buy in bulk at uh fucking costco you don't have to be a police officer like your raggedy ass decided to sign up for the police academy nobody fucking forced you so like if you can't put your prejudice and your stereotypes aside and police in a conscious space and a, a responsible space and you don't need to be a police officer and i'm tired of them putting them on administrative leave because that's basically a paid vacation for killing somebody like if i were to kill somebody on my job if a, if a doctor were to kill somebody on their job well granted they have insurance but um like once they got to the root of it most likely they would be fired like most likely a firefighter would be fired if they killed somebody on their job like these people take oaths to protect and to serve and i'm paying you out of my pocket to protect me and not to protect and um kill me or not to kill me and profile me like i'm not paying you to like stereotype me and assume the worst of me like i'm literally paying your taxes like i'm paying your salaries and it's not fair so i've really just been reflecting this week and then i've also like been trying to cope as well because i get really bad anxiety in moments like this and um a couple things i do is like one as you know like from last the last episode like i exercise um i'm gonna go to the gym after this i meant to go early 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 this morning but i just could not seem to say the right words and it was it was just like i didn't want my words to be misarticulated misconstrued um and i just really wanted to um say something and it was just like i was really reflecting on uh, what i want to do in the new year and one thing i definitely want to do is uh change like i want to charge myself to be an agent of change i don't want to be just like the pretty face that a lot of brands use um and then there's no substance behind it like i don't want that i also um want to start charging brands with being more vocal towards the audiences that they try to um, market to like you can't market to someone and then not have their issues in mind so that's one thing I also want to start doing and I also just want to really start speaking up more um, and I want to marry my voice with my brand because they have kind of been separate like of course if you follow me on Twitter you see me like every other day saying something about um, political uh, changes that are going on and like uh political issues that need to be fixed and social issues that need to be fixed but um never really like I've never really been married with like my website or like my Instagram or anything like that um but then I also don't want to overload uh myself on um just change in politics and social justice and everything because my life and everyone 
all people of color their lives are more than just protesting that everyone has greater ambitions like I know for myself I don't want to be sitting around for the rest of my life protesting this shit because we've been protesting it for like the last 400 plus years and I don't want to like no one wants to sit there and dedicate their whole fucking life to common sense and I don't feel like it's right and I don't feel like that's where I want to be and I have no problem saying that my ambitions are bigger than um than like uh like racism and uh social disparity and health disparities and everything like that like I don't feel like we deserve that like our lives are worth more than just um like protesting and and that's okay and it's okay to like if you haven't consumed any of this disheartening um, media like don't you don't have to you don't have to like there's no black card should like to enter the conversation you don't have to flash a card to be like oh yeah well I watched it so now I can talk about it like no there's been so many examples of it you don't even need to watch the video it's basically the same exact thing and it's the same narrative and it's um it's okay to join into the conversation. It's okay to uh, say how you feel. It's okay to protect yourself and just not say anything at all. It's like that's everything is okay, um, whatever decision you make. And so, like those are the re- like uh, I got kind of off topic, but those are the three things I really want to change for myself in terms of like this new year that I'm going to embark on. And it's really just like a year of change and. Um, I'm really, really, really into, like, numbers and, like, not really numerology or anything like that, but um, it's just, like, I just feel like 24 needs to be a year in which, like, I really establish myself, one, and then just, like, um, do something productive and collective and something that unifies, and that's one thing that I really want to do. And so I also said that I was going to give you some... uh, coping methods one I just gave you is just like you can step away you can take 10 you can uh do whatever you like you can really do whatever you want as long as it's a productive and positive way of self-healing and coping with like trauma because this is traumatic it's it's really um distressing when you keep seeing it like replayed over over and over on abusive media uh uh, channels like fox and cnn and stuff like that like those i consider those abusive because um these video reels don't need to be replayed over and over and over we understand the story like you don't have to keep showing it and these people have families that aren't necessarily just um within the homes of the victims and it's you don't need to keep showing um millions of people who are already um, still coping with traumas of past abuse and uh, victimization you don't need to keep showing them what they've already been through so um, basically uh, one thing is stepping away another thing uh, is I like to read because it takes you into another place it takes you to another time and that's one thing I've been doing um, the three books that I've been reading at the same time really right now um, is Bell Hooks All About Love which is amazing um, I've been reading uh, Zadie Smith White Teeth which I absolutely love and um, I'm going to start reading Negro Land by Margot Jefferson, and it's amazing. It's basically about Blue Vein Society, uh, W.E.B. Du Bois' uh, uh, talented 10th, and his um, double consciousness uh, 
philosophies uh, which are really really uh, prevalent even in today like the way that black people who are successful and feel charged to give back that's really where they kind of stem from a lot of it um, and it's basically talking about the blue vein society of Chicago's upper and upper middle class which is where she derives from she's talking about the racism and prejudice and everything that she kind of experiences the privileges that she experienced in her childhood um, which I think is absolutely fascinating because we always hear about uh, the squalor and the shame and everything that black people had to live in since emancipation in terms of like uh, Americans, like northern cities, American cities, American ghettos. Uh, but you never really hear about the upper crust of black society. You never hear about um, black cafe society really ever. Um, so that's really something that I'm really interested in. I'm really glad that I bought it. I also bought Issa Rae, uh, who continues to inspire me every single day. She started the um, scholarship fund for Alton Sterling's uh, kids and um, the, like a scholarship fund for them to go to college. And in like 21 hours or so, it raised uh, 319 thousand dollars but um in the nine hours it's in nine hours it had raised like two hundred and eleven thousand so that's absolutely amazing and I'm really really proud of like everybody who contributed I'm definitely going to contribute something uh so um, I bought her book which goes to paperback on my birthday so I was like this is a sign this needs to be a birthday gift for me so yeah um so that's something that I really am uh, happy about um and it's just like these are th I'm really just kind of doing this because uh, it's really therapeutic for me like as I said I don't know if actually I don't know if I said it but it took me this is the 12th take I think for this podcast um the first four I started crying the first like the last eight I believe I just couldn't really articulate my words and like this one uh it's going pretty smoothly so I'm really happy about that I'm really happy about that because um it's really hard like it's really 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 hard to um articulate like how exactly you feel when you don't personally know the person but you can associate them with members in your family and you can associate them with members in your community and like um sometimes those people are taken for granted like especially those people in your community who just take for granted for seeing every day and then um you like you're like I remember personally being worried about police violence, but then not really knowing if they are as well or how they really take it. And then um, you see them really like uh, snuffed out in these ways that are just like ultra violent and um, it's it's not okay. And you're just wondering like how they cope with it. And um, I feel like that's completely like, um, I just never really thought about it from that perspective until now because the two, like the latest victims, um, are really people that I see in my own life, in my own family, and my friends, um, cousins, uncles, everything, and uh, like church, and all those people, like who you think um, are just gonna be there from day to day, and it's um, it's like just really disconcerting for me, and also um, in terms of like uh, back to like my reflections, it's just like I want to figure out how to get their stories told as well because it's like it's easier for me to tell my story it's um I find it easier to find uh 
outlets to tell my story but I really want to tell theirs in terms of like even women who because we are not um we are not safe from uh police violence and uh like abuse and anything like that we uh, are just as susceptible to it as anybody else um especially with the double oppression that happens with uh, within around black women it's just like we um we're just so good at uh, nurturing and caring for other people that we don't really ever put ourselves in that place of saying like oh we're just as vulnerable and that's something I really also want to stop it's just like the narrative that it only happens to black men and I'm so sorry if you hear it I live I live right next to the Metro North train so it's uh running like every five minutes but um yeah I just uh I just uh, really want to stop that narrative because it's not okay and it it's also very dangerous um, telling like one group of people falsely that they're safe and that it can't happen to them because I feel like it could possibly stop that work that uh, is very important to um, keep striving for and struggling for. And so it's um, I don't ever want to produce that narrative that it's only black men because black women are very, 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 very uh, susceptible to um, violence and abuse at the hands of law enforcement officers. And that's something that I also want to uh, talk about. So, um, yeah, I just keep seeing it on my timeline. I'm just like, do not remember Ikea Boy. Do not remember Sandra Bland. Do not remember Ayana, like the seven-year-old who was asleep um, and was killed during a drug raid. And it's just, it's not okay. So, um I just wanted to touch on that and those self-healing tips. Um, I don't, like, I really just kind of do those two things. I am not going to lie. I do keep my finger um, on Twitter all the time in instances like this. But then I also take a moment, like, every couple um, hours. Like, I'm really on Twitter during moments like this. I'm trying to absorb all information that I can without watching videos and um reading like i try to read news outlets but again i don't really trust cnn or fox or anything like that so um i try to uh keep uh reloading and seeing like what people have to say um so every couple hours i just go and i take a walk or something like that because it is very addictive to like try to know everything you want to know everything but sometimes you just really have to put like leave your phone at home and just go for a walk or read a book or anything like that so um that's what I'm like trying to do I'm definitely gonna go to the gym after I finish this podcast because I just uh, I'm just like my heart and like my body my mind my spirit everything just feels so drained and I literally got more than eight hours of sleep last night it's just like when you wake up to another black person being killed after you went to sleep with another one dying it's just like it's just like a cycle and it's a cycle that people keep telling us that we need to clean up and that's not okay at all and it's not our fault it's not our mess it like we don't like I've been seeing a lot of people talking about um we need to have like a an agency that polices the police and it's like that's not the root though because all you're gonna do is create another racist agency that governs over a racist agency like it's not the issue the issue is racism the issue is systematic oppression the, the issue is things that we haven't dealt with in such a long time like we've never dealt with systematic 
uh, racism. We never dealt with institutional racism. We never dealt with racism intrapersonally. And so, therefore, these things are festering over and these things are festering and um, just not being dealt with. Like, the symptoms are, the symptoms have been uh, somewhat uh, cleared, but like the, the illness is still there and so therefore it's just like we are still in the same place we were 150 years ago it's just like the symptoms aren't that apparent all the time but they are when you're like when you see trolls on twitter but i'm not going to talk about that because they're just like (sighs) side note your mother didn't birth you to be a twitter troll so you need to do better but yeah so for the most part um i just wanted to like kind of get on and say something anything and this was also just kind of like a reflective piece for me because I don't um I don't want to go into my 24th year the same person I was at 23 and it's just like I'm just kind of like verbally um I'm just kind of verbally uh talking about the things that I want to change and things that I want and that's definitely been something that I've wanted to do for a long time like I wanted to uh start uh charging brands and every like and people that I want to collaborate with with the the responsibility of also listening to my voice besides just using my face and that's really something that um is really really important to me and it's 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 I feel like it's so necessary because um I was been reading this I was reading this article on Twitter uh called uh, my uh issue with um American small talk and it was by this guy named Karan Maha Mahajan or something I can't remember I'm so sorry if I'm butchering your name um but it was in the New York Times and he was basically talking about how um, Americans we have like this intimacy without friendship and and he's from India and in, in the east you have this friendship without intimacy because like in order for them to do business they don't have to like you and in order for them to do business they're just literally trying to get by and here it's like we want to like who we give money to we want to like who um, we do business with and it doesn't necessarily like we don't want you to enter our private space like we like to know that you like me but you won't try to enter this private space um, and that's what a lot of brands like Nikisha Brunson brought it up on Instagram a little while ago um, and he was basically uh, she was basically talking about how um, she doesn't understand how everyone could be so supportive of like Paris and Belgium and all these other like uh places where senseless acts of violence have happened but then every single time that a black person gets killed specifically a black person by police officers they remain dead silent but then they use these black people to sell their products and to give them that cool factor and it's just like it's not okay i don't understand and she was talking about how um she had to take the video down because she didn't want to keep exposing the family to um this violence and uh this violence reel over and over again and she wanted to um she was like being threatened to be kicked off instagram and stuff like this and um basically it just like it really like i'm so happy i read that article 
earlier because it really made it feel like that it's just like even though he's talking about it in a completely different context when black people do bit like do business with major brands it's like you use our voice without you use our face without using our voice and you use our image without using our voice and you um collect on our image but you don't collect on our struggles and you don't really care about our struggles once we leave the studio once we leave the set and that's something that I definitely want to change upon um turning 24 and it's just like I really just like to start anew with my birthday and like this week has just been like a really big week of reflection and I don't want to um I don't uh want to go into net the new year with like this weight on my shoulders for not having said anything so that's why I did this podcast today I'm gonna give you another one which is a lot happier um I'm interviewing this really really dope blogger um Monroe Steele and she's just like absolutely amazing she's so positive she's like the cutest thing ever so I'm definitely gonna get that to you within the week but um I just really feel like I had to say something anything so uh, hopefully everyone is self-healing, health and coping okay and positively, productively. So I will talk to you guys all later this week. Um, so have a good day. Please uh, stay off the internet if you can, if you feel like it's triggering to watch the videos and everything like that. But um, yeah, uh, I love you guys. So I'll talk to you later. Oh, and please uh, like, subscribe, leave comments and uh, you can email at uh girl on the glow at gmail.com g-r-r-l-o-n-t-h-e-g-l-o the glow does not have a w and then um you can find me on instagram at spicy.mayo spicy s-p-i-c-y period m-a-y-o like mayonnaise and yes yeah, so i love you guys and i'll talk to you guys later bye